Welcome to Kankakee Podcast, where we talk about the people and places of Kankakee County. I'm Jake Lamore, and today's episode is a bit different than most of the episodes we've done so far. You know, usually we're sitting down with one or two people, and we talk about their lives or a certain topic or place in the county, and which we are doing today. But, uh, you know, this episode, we're going to be hearing from several different people. Some actually will be clips from previous episodes, and uh, some will be phone calls, actually. Uh, this week, this episode is being released, or I should say, the week this episode is being released is the week of the biggest music festival in Kankakee County, and that's the Merchant Street Music Fest. And if you're not familiar, the fest takes place right in downtown Kankakee next to the train depot every year on the last weekend of July. It's a two-day fest. I know in previous years, it actually used to be longer. It used to be, I think, at least three days. But now it's down to two days, a Friday and Saturday usually. And the fest features a plethora of national, regional, regional and local acts, all different genres from rock, reggae, blues, hip-hop, R&B, pop, country, rap, jazz, so much, uh, so many different genres, and there's usually something for everyone. And I thought it would be fun to give you an overview of some of the local acts that are from the Kankakee area that are performing this year. And that way, when you go to the fest this weekend, you'll know what bands or artists you won't want to miss out on. So first up on the list is rap, hip-hop, R&B, pop artist Zion Ali, or better known as Musa Man. Now, Musa Man was on the podcast last year right around this time when he was promoting the release of his positive, upbeat anthem, Got Me in a Dream. And one of the many things we talked about when Musa was on the podcast was about how he writes his melodies. When you're writing a song, mm. I mean... You must play some type of instrument, right? Or how do you write your melodies? I start um, with the piano. Like um, in in like freshman year, I started with the piano. Actually, before freshman year, actually way before freshman year, like it was just like in uh, when I was young, like my dad or whoever bought that big piano. I'm pretty sure it was my dad. It was a just like a kid piano, and I would just play the notes. Like I would. Um, there was like a one song, like a hip hop song. It was from Chicago. You, um, probably none of you guys know it. It's a rock and a roll and on and on and I was playing with it. I was playing it on the piano. It's just just using two keys, and I'm like, I like that. And then when I realized that you can legitimately play any instrument on the piano, it was over with. 
Like you can play you can play a trumpet on there. Like it's all about the samples and everything. And then when I learned how to sample, it was just like a whole new different realm, you know. And that's and that's how I started with with music too. With um, my dad gave me I forgot what it was called like an MPC or um, it was like this thing Kanye West used when he when he started for samples. And then I started. Um, then he gave me a um, he gave me a computer with some software on it. It was Reason. And then Reason is like, I really feel like if anybody want to start music, I feel like Reason is like the base of all of the, all the softwares. You is can, is that a recording can. Soft, yeah, software? Yeah. Like, I'm not familiar with that one. I mean, just, I'm not like a crazy recording guru or anything. Oh, neither am I. It was just <laughs> yeah. like, it was just something I was given to. And then, and then when I started, I really made my first, I really made my first, not my first song, but my first beat as, as most um, um, artists in the industry, such as Kanye West, mm-hmm. they always start as um, they always start making beats, mm-hmm. and yeah. um, I really was in not really like hip hop beats, but like melodic beats. You know, like the same one that this is um, the got me in the dream is about like, and it just have something with piano or just something smooth R and B ish or something like with soul. Really, you know, like everything like beforehand, it started with Michael Jackson. Like Joe can tell you most definitely about like. How I was always like in um, Kennedy, I would always do recital days for um, fine arts because that's what me and Joe was in. We was in fine arts. And every month there would be an opportunity to get on stage. You only have to do it one time, but I did it every single time because I <laughs> loved being on stage. The song Musa Man wanted me to play for you on this episode is Spike Lee. Yeah. 
Musa Man with Spike Lee. You can catch Musa Man on the Hill Stage at 7.40 this Friday. This past June, I got to be a judge for the Bourbon A Friendship Festival Battle of the Bands. Shout out to King Music and Milner Media for having me again as a judge. And one of the many talented bands that played that day was 1.21 Gigawatts. Yes, that's a reference to Back to the Future. And I think what impressed me the most about 1.21 Gigawatts was their stage presence, their energy. They were jumping around on stage, having a great time. And sure, they were hitting wrong notes maybe here and there. But, you know, it it's always impressive to me when a band gets into their stage show. I just feel like it's so important for the audience to see that you are having a blast up there. Um, plus, you know, 1.21 gigawatts is in the pop punk-esque genre, and that's where my musical heart lies. I used to play in a pop punk band, so I love punk-influenced music. Uh, 1.21 gigawatts, they take the stage uh, to the hill stage. In fact, this Friday at 5.50, and there's a good chance you'll hear them play a song they wrote called Unforgivable. What did I do to deserve this? I walk around all nervous. See you in the hall I act like nothing's wrong But in reality There's too much to unpack And you're too scared To admit that what you've done It was all a total pick of lie I used to hope that we could rebuild what we've lost But the hammer's nearly rusted And the nail was never taught Not who I was then I thought you were my friend But you made me hate my life And I cried every night Now it's a fact My face was painted black You've reaped what you've sown And I'm never coming back And you're too scared To admit that what you've done It was all a totally hopeless to hope that we could rebuild what we lost But the hammer's nearly rusted And the nail was never taught
Unforgivable by 1.21 gigawatts. That's from their EP with the same name. It's available on all streaming platforms if you want to jam out to it before Merchant Street to this Friday. Hello. Hey, Mike. How are you? Good. How are you doing, man? Good. We've never met, but it's good to meet you over the phone. <laughs> yes. Good to meet you. <laughs> yeah. And I'm, I know, I'm sure we have you know similar friends and know similar people. How did your start in music? Where did your journey in music begin? <laughs> Very young. I had uh, two older brothers that got me into music. They would bring home you know, albums and stuff that they were listening to. They were several years older than me. Mm -hmm. So they were bringing home rock albums. And that's where I started really noticing, you know, I like this stuff. This is cool. <laughs> you know, they're bringing band, you know, stuff home like Alice Cooper and Aerosmith and Journey and Kiss. And yeah, I, I dug it. So from very early on, I, I liked music and I wanted to be a part of it. And did you know at, at that point, you were like, oh, I want to I want to play guitar or I want to write a song. Like, what did you do first? I don't know if it mattered what I did first as far as, you know, before I started doing anything. I did end up starting with guitar. Seven years old, I got my first guitar, knew nothing about it. And that went on for years. You know, I all I knew was I had a guitar and that was cool. And I didn't know how to play it, but I knew if I looked in the mirror and looked like this, that was neat. <laughs> that was all you needed, right? That's right. Oh my That's gosh. Right. Yeah. But at some point, of course, you know, you got to learn how to play the stupid thing. And yeah. <laughs> so did you take lessons or are you self-taught? I took lessons for a little bit from Dave Stone. I don't know if you know him. He was a local guy who just recently passed, I heard. Yeah, I think that name sounds familiar. Yeah, he was he was the guy to go to in town here for guitar lessons. Okay. I took lessons from him for, for a short while. And then I just kind of went on my own and I, I've never learned how to read music or anything like that. I do everything by ear. I recently read that not Merchant Street Music Fest, but Estival Festival, which will follow Merchant yes. Street, is going to be your final live show. So, I mean, it's all yeah. the more reason that people should go out to, to see you at Merchant Street, especially, you know, pointing out Michael Rockert is is more along the the rock or, or hard rock line. So if that's that's your jam, you're yeah. definitely going to want to check out Michael at the show. Well, and you know, the, the thing is, Merchant Street's been going on for so long. That's a, you know, when I, I've never played there, but whenever they get set up every summer, I drive by and I look at the stage and go, oh, that's a big stage. That would be fantastic to someday, you know, thinking, as the years went on, it'll never happen. It's getting too, getting past the point. I'm getting too old, whatever. No. Well, so last year, as the festival was going on, I was asked to play. And I said, I don't, I don't even have a band. I, I can't. So come on, come on. You got to play. You got to play. Let me think about it. So I was working on a new album at the time. And I thought, you know, I could time this just right. The album will come out in the spring. I could do a couple of shows in the summer and just be done performing. I'll still write and record and release music. I'll do that from home. But as far as performing, I'll be done. And that's what happened. And so, yeah, that's uh, finally going to get to happen, Merchant Street. And then, like you said, the last show is going to be at the, the newly formed, as of last year, Estival Festival. 
I'm really looking forward to that too. So are, are you just not wanting to play shows? It's just kind of like, ah, I, I wanted to kind of cross this off my bucket list. And you, you see, you laugh because I say I'm getting old, but I'm in my fifties now and I can't be playing in bars coming home at two in the morning. It's gotta be, you know, a festival type situation. And it's, for me, it's kind of silly to to have a band keep everybody fresh on the songs, keep rehearsed for two or three shows a year. You know, that doesn't yeah. really make a lot of sense. Yeah. So, and I, speaking of which, the guys that I've got playing with me are tremendous. I mean, I know John, uh, John yeah. Hebert, you have on guitar. He's a great guy. Yep. He played a couple tunes on the album. Awesome. I thought, I thought maybe he did. Cause you know, I, I did listen to the songs that you sent me back in, it must've been April. I think. Yeah. Yep. Um, April's when the album came out. Yeah. Uh, which, by the way, if anyone wants to to look that up, it's uh, for a time such as this. Um, and just looking at the album cover uh, makes me sweat. <laughs> 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 Everything's up in flames. Um, it's fitting to the music. That album was uh, en- encompasses all of the anger and frustration of the last two years of everything going on in the world. So it's just you, I guess like a lot of others, you were cooped up and you're like, I'm going to write some music. Yeah. Yeah. There were a lot of things that frustrated people on every side. It's not just a, you know, one side or the other politically it's, it's everybody's ticked. Yeah. And so, you know, I would like to see that start to calm down and things start to get a little more, uh, sane. Yes. But yeah. Until then you, know, you can listen to an album. Yeah. <laughs> So do you, is it more or less, you're just kind of focusing more on the feelings or do you get into the, the politics on the record? A little bit of the politics. I don't want to be too preachy. There's a little bit of po- political stuff on there. Sure. Yeah. But we were talking about the, we were talking about John. Yes, on the we album. were talking about John. So there's John Hebert on guitar. Mitch Breckenridge is the drummer. and. Justin McCarty is playing bass. Oh, you got Justin. Oh, he's such yeah. a ni- he's such a nice dude. Yes, he is. And between all of them, you've got power, energy, and smarts. These guys know more about music than I've ever even thought about knowing. They're they're a great bunch of guys. Yeah, Justin and, and John are both very well versed and and yeah. know and know how to play. Um yeah. And, uh, you know, Justin, you can find a King music if you ever need help yes. on anything. He's always very friendly, super helpful. Yep. The um, redhead with the stash. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, the album for, for such a time as this, that is on, is that on streaming platforms that people can yeah, listen to? Yeah, it's on any, any of the online platforms, Pandora, Spotify, Amazon. It's on all that stuff. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So it's all under, you know, Michael Rockert. Um, right. And, and, you know, I'm old school, so I would much rather have the physical CD because I think they sound so much better. Do you have and physical phys- copies? I do. I've oh. got uh, copies uh, for sale on my Facebook page, and you can also get them over at uh, Chicago Records. Oh, beautiful. Or Ross's Rock and Roll Emporium now. Yeah, yes. I still have yet to check out the new store. I've been meaning yeah, to do nice. that. It's huge. Um, it is. It's, it's really like, big. There's like, it's like four stores in one. Um, there's yeah. so many different uh, like businesses in there. There's at least a couple. This is ex- I'm excited for you. It's the first time you're playing Merchant Street Music Fest. It yeah. is the biggest music festival of the year. 
in Kankakee yeah, County. Um, sure is. What are your thoughts going into it, and and what do you want people to know? I just want people to have a good time. Uh, like I said before, you know, with things being so heated, when you're talking about different topics of the world, whatever, just go and have a good time. Listen to some music. Get a drink of your choice. Hang out with friends. Listen to some music. There are going to be so many bands out there with so many different kinds of music. Just go have a good time. I'm really looking forward to it. And um, it kind of is a, a cross off the bucket list kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Because not everyone gets that opportunity. Yeah. So. And you know what? Something else when, when I'm up there, I want to kind of purposefully look for kids, you know, maybe early teens, uh, maybe a little bit younger even, because I was there. And I want to, um, you know, make eye contact or some make some kind of contact with them that shows them if you want to play, you know, and you and certainly, you know, I'm not a rock star. I'm not touring the world or anything like that, but that's going to be a cool stage to play on. You can do it, too. You know, just keep at it, keep practicing and, you know, it'll be a cool experience for you. Yep. I couldn't have said it better myself. Uh, there's only, you know. I, I, I feel like so many of us go into things sometimes thinking automatically the the highest uh, place you can go in whatever venture that is, right? You always think, you always go immediately to the top. You know, you think, oh, right. oh I can <laughs> right. be a rock star, you know, but but it, it's, <laughs> it, it doesn't, obviously it doesn't always work out that way. I'm not saying sure. that someone shouldn't. Be like, yeah, I'll never be a rock star. That's not necessarily have that attitude, but it's more or less just do it for yourself. Yep. You know, who cares yep. if you don't end up being worldwide famous? That's I mean, right. And and now I'm recording the stuff that I record like from here on out, and I'm going to put it out on all these same streaming places. I'm doing this for my kids and my grandkids. So when I'm gone someday, they're going to be able to look that stuff up and go, oh, yeah, that was your grandpa. Yeah. <laughs> and they're going to be able to figure out from your song lyrics, even though you didn't say anything about how you were really feeling, they're going to know from your lyrics and be like, hmm, what was he really saying here? <laughs> oh, they'll know from stories from other family members. <laughs> Awesome. Well, I'm so excited for you, Michael, and I really hope the show goes well. Um, so when do you take the stage? We go on at 530. We're the first band. And I'm really excited because Friday night, I haven't, I, I've seen the lineup for Saturday, but Friday night's going to be incredible. Uh, we play first and then uh, Misty Cole and Everyday People play second. Oh, that's a, and then that's a, so, yeah. That's a that's then, a great act to follow. Or wait, the, they're playing the, after you, you said. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they okay. play after us and then Southside Social Club and then Maggie Speaks. Oh, so wow. those four bands in one night. That's pretty cool. That's, I'm happy to be a part of that. Yeah, that's solid, man. You got yeah. lucky. Those are I know. all very well. Yeah. <laughs> that's all, the story of my life. <laughs> all very well known people. That's great. Yeah. So it's uh it's good you got in when you did. Yeah. Looking forward to it. The song from Michael Rockert's new album that I really liked that he sent to me is an instrumental called The Battle for My Soul. And it just kind of rocks so hard and slaps you right in the face, but it also has some very gentle, sweet-sounding moments as well. 
The Battle for My Soul from his new album. For a time such as this, you can also jam out to that on Spotify, Apple Music, all the major streaming platforms before his band takes the stage on the Merchant Stage, 530 on Friday. 
And as he said, you can buy physical copies of his new album as well. Matt Yeager is is one of the most beloved musicians and singer-songwriters in the Kankakee area music scene, and he was on the very first episode of Kankakee Podcast that we released this year in 2022, and he talked about how his relationship with the members of Southside Social Club is just so organic, and I think that's a big reason why the band sounds so polished and has become so popular in the area. The Southside Social Club is absolutely, and it's, it's an amazing operation with some super talented musicians. Probably, I mean, some of the best that I've ever worked with. And I've done so many gigs in so many places, but these dudes are just, they're so talented. And that's what, that's what gets me excited these days is being able to work with really, really good players who are driven, they're motivated, they work so hard. Like that's what what I'm talking about with this job is set the expectation, set the goal for yourself and then bust your butt and then earn it. So when we get offered shows that are like really good around here, you know, when, when, when a, a, a town festival says, would you like to be our Saturday night headliner? The biggest opportunity that you can get around here. And we say, yes, I always go back to them. I got text messages to prove it. Like I go back to them and say, be very proud that we're here, but don't forget that you earned it. You earned your place here, that nobody handed us anything as a band. Like we are constantly working to get to these places. So yeah, try to pep, you know, motivate the boys. You know, <laughs> you, as you, I mean, you put it perfectly. I mean, the, the, everyone, Ben, Zimmy, everyone, uh, well, Carol as well. Eric, yeah. Eric, yeah. Um, Eric is, I don't know, I love all the guys. Yes. They're all really great guys. Um, it's, it's like a fraternity. It's, it's, it's working with uh, really good friends that just happen to be really motivated in the same way that you are. But it's, at the same time, it's like we're just buddies, you know? And it's a, it's a unique balance to have that. I'm, I'm sure there are other bands in this area that have that same vibe where like you show up to play a show and you look across the stage and you're like, these are my guys. These yeah. are my buddies. I would hang out with these guys even if we put the guitars away. And for most of my life as a musician, I've had aspects of that, you know, like Jeff and Brennan were great friends and we did hang out. I didn't have so much have that with Black Cadillac. We all were very friendly and stuff like that, but we didn't really have much of a social life outside of the stage. But this is for for the longest time I have not had this type of experience where like we'll have a weekend off and be like, you guys want to come over, put some meat on the grill, have a couple beers and yeah. and throw the bags around. Like we hang out on and off the stage and I hope Hence the name. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and I would hope that that translates, you know, like you would think that that would translate to a crowd to be like, these guys are very comfortable with each other and they're having fun up there. And if you can, if you can come to the show and see that it's a very, very fun for us to do it, then hopefully you can have some fun with us as well. And that's, that's the key Yeah, right there is have fun with us. Cause we are having a blast. 
So what you can expect from Southside Social Club is that they do throw out all the major hits from the past 30 or 40 years and they put their own spin on it. But they do also write their own music as well. And I'm sure they're going to pull out at least a few originals when they take to the Merchant Stage on Friday night at 8.10. Now, one of the new things you're going to find this year at Merchant Street Music Fest is a teen stage. And I was so happy when they announced they were going to to do this and and give a, a place for kids to play. Because, you know, as someone who was in a punk band as a teenager and had very p- few places to play as a kid, because you can't play at the bars, right? Uh, this made my 16-year-old self just so happy. And uh, one of the performers you're going to find on the teen stage happens to be someone who was on the podcast just earlier this year, and that's Hey. Haley Martinez. Remember when she rapped on the show? Had to work hard for what I got today, and I gotta pray to God that I live to see another day. I hope to live a wonderful life, become a glorious wife, and get praise for every step that I take. I fell deep into a hole, and it's hurting my soul. This time I gotta find a way to regenerate. My people have been sold, not a lot of stories told, and other people turn around and call the stuff a mistake. Yeah, I lived at my lowest and hanged up with the coldest And all he did was make my heart break None is under control with the hold of the untold We don't work hard for we want everything is told I have a lot of reason to be mad at the world From murdering a little girl Not even having the courage to say an apology Yeah Cause that stuff hurt me severely, that stuff hurt me severely I had to bury my little homie Russ, he was 15 All he was doing was walking across the street He ran through my driveway, at least it's what they told me Then 20 minutes later, my mama had called me And said that she was sorry for me I broke down and cried, I wasn't there by his side And sometimes I was at the day I was the one who had died I was really tired and my brain was halfway fried I didn't know what to think of myself and I mean that for him when he was calling for help. I'm fed up with the stuff. I don't know nothing else. And I pray the Lord God, oh man, we need some help. I've been going through a really tough time. Please help me get this drunk off my mind. I can't function when I'm all alone. I tend to get paranoid when I'm home alone. Swears are things and bad things when no one picks up the phone. I don't know what to expect, but I'm always ready. I gotta carry this package, but it's really heavy. They said his life has never died, and why I'm still here, or I must have died already. I'm sad I'm ready to go another chapter of my life. And when I try to start over, nothing ever is right. I mess up everything in my life. Nobody treats me right, and I'm still going through the pain. I can't sleep at night. Yeah. Awesome. Hey, <laughs> wow. That's pretty good. This is the first time I've read the whole thing with her. Now, I know Haley is going to be doing a DJ set at Merchant Street at the teen stage, but I'm not sure if she's going to be rapping as well. I, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if she did. I, I, I also don't know what time or day she's playing, but I think it's Saturday, if I'm not mistaken. Another band I got to see perform at the Bourbon A Friendship Festival Battle of the Bands this year was The Simpsons. And it was the second time I had seen them. And both times I was blown away by them. Most of their songs are instrumentals and they infuse so many different sounds and styles and genres that you just can't help but be amazed by what you're experiencing and listening to. And Simpsons, they put out a self-titled album last year 
And one of those songs on it is called Bad Coffee. And when you look for The Simpsons, it's not The Simpsons. There's no P. It's S-I-M-S-O-N-S, just to give you a heads up on that. Simpsons. Find them on the platform stage Saturday at 3.30. 
Another local funky jam band you'll find at Merchant Street Music Fest this year is The Strips. And I had a great phone call with the guitarist and vocalist Matt Shipley just the other day. Hey, what's up, buddy? How you doing? Good. How about you, man? Good, man. I'm just doing this little overview on Merchant Street Music Fest, and uh, I just wanted to talk about the strips. Um, I honestly don't know much about the strips other than I know that you and Todd and Ryan and who else is in the band? Uh, Lee Dean. That's right, Lee. Oh my gosh, I'm such an idiot. Yep. And we also we <laughs> added two members this year for for festival season. Oh, nice. Who else is in? Who are the other members then? So we got Tony Erasmus on percussion, and we got Billy Richardson on keys. Oh, that's awesome. Billy's a great guy. Yeah, Billy is awesome. I haven't seen him in years. I enjoy him very much. He's one of my best friends. Yeah, I mean, he comes from a musical family and, you know, kind of like, you know, the Richardson's such in, so comparable to like the, the King Music family, you know? For sure. Absolutely. I mean, coming from axes, right? Yep. Just yeah. a, a long line of musical musical people <laughs> yeah so how did the how did the strips come about then well basically um you know we were all kind of playing in separate bands and then our buddy chicky who now lives in florida had suggested we should all jam together and so we started jamming together and before you know it it's it's seven years later and we're still going really strong so we were just playing separately in different bands and then all of a sudden you know we just formed a band together yeah. Me and Todd were playing together. Lee and Legs were playing together, and we just uh, we married, you know. <laughs> and it seems like you guys have so much fun, and people obviously are going to see that at Merchant Street Music Fest. And I mean, how 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 do you describe the strips to people? I, I, I call it a energetic blend of rock, reggae, and funk. Man, we don't really have a genre because. We play R&B, we play reggae, we play rock, we play everything. You know, we like to put our own spin on covers and the music that I write, that we perform, it's all over the place. You know? You're probably influenced by so many different people. I mean, what are some of your favorites? So many influences. <laughs> um, JT, my man, Justin Timberlake's one of my big influences. Really? Stupid. Yeah, absolutely. J uh, Justin Timberlake taught me how to sing as a kid, man. I just listened to NSYNC over and over again and tried to emulate, try to recreate the sounds that I was hearing. And it worked. It all paid off. It's gonna be May, right? Exactly. You know? <laughs> and yeah, Slightly Stupid, you're working for them this um, summer. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm on tour with them right now. Another huge influence, Pepper. Yes. I just, I love the reggae scene, you know? Right, yeah. I want to make people feel good. When it comes to writing, how does that usually start for you? Usually for me, I get a melody in my head. Like, uh, I'll write a hook and I'll build off that. So I write a lot of melodic music and basically... I get one part of it down and I try to build off that. So I'll come up with like a hook or something or like a phrase. And if it, if it sounds good, I'll, I'll take it and run with it and just keep building off of it. And I feel like, you know, the strips, you know, describing the sound, it's such a perfect sound for Merchant Street Music Fest. Cause that's what you think of. You think of R and B and you think of reggae, you think of all the, a lot of the bands that are there all kind of seem to have this 
groove and uh, like a just kind of jamming out. Absolutely. You know, that's what we like to do. We, we like to express ourselves and uh, we like to do it in a wild way. And when you think of Merchant Street Music Fest, what are some of your favorite moments or what are some things that you think of when you think of Merchant Street Music Fest? E3PO on the Hill Stage, my man. Hill Stage is <laughs> for lovers. That what we, that's what we say, you know? Yeah. We love the Hill Stage. The Hill Stage is our the local people local artists it's our favorite stage and to us it's the i'm not going to say it's the best stage because <laughs> strike that strike that from the record if you will but we we really enjoy the vibe of the hill stage like all our friends are there the community's there and we all get to see each other and have a good time and that's what it's all about to us as i like to say you know i, I was explaining it to my girlfriend who's new to the area because she's originally from Oakland. It's just kind of explaining to her like Merchant Street Music Fest is the Lollapalooza of Kankakee or Kankakee County. I mean, it's the biggest. Absolutely. It's the biggest music festival, the premier music festival uh, every year. It's grown into a monster. Yeah. Um, It's huge. And then even, I guess, just we could do a little preview on Estival Festival, which is something that you are a part of and almost everyone in the strips are a part of too. Um, so if people want to get more after Merchant Street Music Fest, they can go to Estival Festival. The Estival Festival is completely run by Circa, which is basically members of strips and B-Sound Friends. Uh, we also get a lot of help from King Music. Ryan Leggett, he's in my band. He also works at King's. Uh, ben King really helps us out. So we kind of work in tandem to to make things work, you know? Ben is, uh, right. Ryan, Ben, everyone at King Music is amazing. They just uh, signed on as a sponsor of Kankakee Podcast. So obviously- oh, that's so cool. I've, I, I would say nothing but great things about them anyway, <laughs> just because, Same. you know, I they've done so much great things for the community. And it's a wonderful family. I've known them my whole life and I've never gotten a bad vibe from them once. They're They're amazing people, every single one of them. Absolutely, man. Well, what time is the strips playing Merchant Street? Uh, 3.30 on Saturday. Okay. And the Hill Stage. <laughs> yep, absolutely. <laughs> the best stage. It's the on... only stage as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> that, I'm, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that's that's where you want to be. Anything else Merchant Street related or strips or Estival Festival um, that you want to throw it, out there? Uh, from, from Merchant Street? We're working in tandem with Allison. She's been super supportive of Circa and our Teen Talent Takeover. So our Teen Talent Takeovers are going to be playing on the Merchant Street stage. And I'm just uh, really excited to be working with Merchant Street and that they welcomed us with open arms. They wanted to be partners instead, and I really appreciate that. Yeah, you just never know how it's going to go. And I can't imagine Allison, obviously, Allison Baterni uh, being like, yeah, or Allison Beasley, excuse me. Uh, Allison Beasley being like, yeah, no, <laughs> sorry. Exactly. No help from, you're not going to get any help from me. We're rivals. She, was, she came over. She was one of our judges, man. It's super cool. Yeah. She's she's great at everything she does with Merchant Street and the, the, the Kankakee Public Library and truly appreciate all the hard work she puts into Merchant Street Music Festival. Absolutely. She's a beautiful so. soul. I know I've mentioned this on the podcast before. I did mention it earlier in the episode, but I played in a pop punk band called The Projection in Kankakee County for about 10 or 12 years or so. And one of the bands we played tons of shows with was called At Riff's End. And this would have been in the late 
2000s into the 20-teens. And you might be, if you're around my age, around 32 years old or younger, you might remember At Riff's End. Now, they're not around anymore, but three of those members from that band, Tyler Stark, Joshua Moore, and Taylor Reed, they ended up starting another band together called Blueprint. Now, Blueprint is playing the Hill stage this Friday at 640, and they've been putting out some killer new tunes lately, too, including their latest, which is called Never Change. latest single never change that's also available on all streaming platforms if you want to listen to it before you see them play this friday on the hill stage really love those dudes so big shout out to blueprint 
And that's the majority of the local artists you're going to find at Merchant Street Music Fest this Friday and Saturday. Now, others I didn't mention are the Silhouettes. Cannot forget the Silhouettes. They're actually celebrating their 40th anniversary as a band this year. So big big congratulations to them on that. They play 320 on Saturday at the Merchant Stage. You have Unified Voices of Kankakee playing at 2 p.m. on the Merchant Stage Saturday. Uh, The Alcatones, I believe, or Alcatones, I believe is how it's pronounced. And you might actually be familiar with someone named Shelby Ryan, and that's her new band. And they play Saturday at 2 p.m. on the Hill Stage. Everyday People plays Friday at 7 p.m. on the Merchant Stage. And if I'm forgetting to mention a local act that I did not realize was from the Kankakee area, I apologize. I didn't do it on purpose. Now, the artists that I've talked about on this episode of Kankakee Podcast doesn't even cover all the amazing regional and national acts that are playing the festival this year. But since this podcast is about the people and places of Kankakee County, I specifically just wanted to focus on the local acts that are playing Merchant Street Music Fest. But if you want to see the full lineup, you want to get more information, all that fun stuff, you can go to MerchantStreetMusicFest.com. It's got the full lineup there and all the information you need. You can also find Merchant Street Music Fest on Facebook and Instagram. So please go out, have yourself a great time, be kind to one another while you're there. I feel like Merchant Street is probably the best event of the year because I always feel like it really unifies all the walks of life from Kankakee County for just one weekend. And to see that unity is such a beautiful thing. And there needs to be more unified events like this in the county. And I really hope you enjoyed the different format of this episode. Well, that concludes this episode of Kankakee Podcast. I'm Jake Lamore. Thank you so much for listening. Please share this podcast with a family member, friend, or neighbor that you think might enjoy learning new things about the people and places of Kankakee County. Also, a special thank you to our patrons for helping make this episode possible, including Karen Bishop, James Reardon, Jake Lee, Jesse Arsenal, Dave Barron, Daryl Damper, Samantha Rocknowski, Lake Iverson, Travis Garcia, Jane Bostwick, Don Harrison, Simon Topless, Scott Wright, Kerry O'Connell, Jamie Race, Joanne Barry, Anthony Vicelli, Eric Olson, Dan DeBoard, Jeff and Rosa Carroll, Teague Dreenan, Sandy and Steve Twait, and Rose Lucky. To become a podcast patron, go to kankakeepodcast.com and then just click on the patron tab. If you pledge $5 or more per month, you'll also hear your name announced on an episode. There's also other rewards like early access to new episodes, unedited versions of episodes, even video versions of select episodes, podcast merch, discounts on special events, and so much more. Your monthly pledge is truly appreciated. Our monthly goal right now is to reach $400 per month. And right now we're about 37% away from reaching that goal. So please sign up for the patron program today at kankakeepodcast.com. Our theme song is by Lupe Carroll. Talk to you soon. This river.